0: What is up everybody welcome back to the triple play fantasy network and the podcast as always i am your host kevin coleman at dubois underscore 22 on in today's podcast i'm joined by noah wright who is a writer for dynasty nerds noah thanks for coming on today and why don't you tell us a little bit about you you're kind of where you're at in the space plug anything you want uh what, what what can our listeners know about you
1: well thanks for having me on the show kevin really appreciate it uh, yeah, so I'm currently in my uh, last semester of college, uh studying accounting. So real exciting there. But uh no, I started uh started doing fancy football probably five, six years ago. So I've been doing it for a while, but really haven't gotten to dynasty until this past year. I had a buddy of mine, he's on the golf team with me. I played golf at uh at school and he said, You know, man, you really like this, you need to get into it. I was like, All right, so we made a league and uh yeah, I just kinda been going since then, just trying to get, you know, any info I can just whatever I can absorb, so just learning.
0: Hey, hey, you just made me feel old in a lot of different ways by, by the last <laughs> three. Yeah, it's all right. I, I get it. I, I remember I used to play college, uh, being in college. Yeah, but no, I think uh, I think that's 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 kind of how Dynasty happens, right? You you get into it, and I, I remember getting into it. I was probably, how old are you, 22 then, 23? 21. Oh, well, shit. Sorry. All right, so, okay, yeah. So at that age, I mean, I was just now getting into Dynasty as well, and it, take, it kind of takes a life of its own. Uh, and, and it's exciting. So I, I, get you there on today's show, reason why brought no on, uh, we're going to go over the 2022 rookie class. And we haven't really done that on the podcast yet. Uh, Most people know I do the Debbie stuff and we talk about college football. So we're on there, but I want to bring Noah on fresh perspective, um, you know, perspective of, you know, what can we expect there now before we jump into that, as always, we want to give a shout out to our affiliate fantasy points. Uh, They definitely do a lot for us on the podcast and obviously we're part of their media group. Please check it out. Uh, It's 22 triple play 10. Is the is the promo code for that? So if you go to Fantasy Points, use their website. They have a lot of great stuff on there. They're going to be bringing college football content as well that I'll be doing. So please, please go over to Fantasy Points and check it out. But without further ado, let's dive into this rookie class because that's what everybody's talking about in the dynasty world. I don't know if you've seen. Uh, there's a lot of hot takes about the rookie class going on out there. Uh, if you're if you're on Twitter and all these other places, who are these guys? How good are they? Uh, let's start with the running back tier because I think uh, I, I think there's a pretty clear tier there uh, with with these guys and where they're at. Uh, but what do you and you could go anywhere with this? But Spiller, uh, Isaiah Spiller, Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, where are they for you? Are they in the same tier? What do you see? Think of them as running backs?
1: Yeah, so I I, I agree. I think there's those three right there. They're kind of in their own little tier. Um, I have Hall, then Spiller, kind of like a tier one A, and then okay. Walker, kind of like tier one B. I, I don't think that Walker's that much worse to drop down into. You know, like another tier with. Yeah, when you have um you know guys like Rashad White or uh Tyler Algier out of BYU, stuff like that, where they're not necessarily bad. But I think that Walker does have a step up on those guys. Um I just think that you know, watching Hall and Spiller, it just is just kind of like that wow factor. You know, Hall is just so smooth, he's just cutting in and out. Yeah. Um in between the tackles, he's not this you know bigger guy, but he just he's it's it's crazy how smooth he is um through those, you know, and he's, he's good uh pass catcher as well. Same with Spiller. Um Spiller's great pass catcher. He's just got insane burst. Um whereas Walker, I mean, they just didn't get to use him a whole lot in the pass catching game. Um you haven't seen a whole lot from that. But he's just an animal in the run game. So it's hard to it's hard to disagree, especially that Miami game he had this year. So
0: Yeah, everybody talks about the Miami game. I I think uh Yeah, uh, you know, no. I think you're. I think it's really those th- those three. I mean, to me, it comes down to landing spot and draft capital. It always does. Yeah. I mean, that's and the usage. Uh, it, and I think one area too that I always kind of want to mention to people out there if they're if they're between guys or running backs, who's going to get the most usage? And I'm just going to go there. I think we make I think we make fantasy hard uh, way too much in terms of like. Well, you know who's going to get the usage and who's going to get the targets, and I think that that and that matters for these three guys and where they go. Uh, I'm a Spiller guy, and I know that he's been kind of, for lack of a better term, shit on right now. Like a lot of areas, <laughs> analytics doesn't like him as much because Devin Chain yeah. was there. Uh, then you get in a Hall, and I, none of these guys are going to run very fast. I, I do want everybody to know that. Like I think Hall, there's some talk about Hall being in the four five five range, and. I, <laughs> I could see that. I mean, watching him play, he doesn't have the long speed. We all know that if you watched him play at all. And I, I just I get concerned about that. Um, as far as this, uh it, it puts you on a spot a little bit. Are you taking one of these running backs or a wide receiver with a first pick? Let's say you did it wasn't a super flex, it was just this regular one quarterback, a one oh one. Are you taking one of these guys or you're taking a wide receiver?
1: Yeah, it's funny you say that because right now my one QB home league, I have the one one and the one two. So it makes the decision a little <laughs> easier because I just kind of, you know. Yeah. You know, one one of each, but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, when you have somebody like Burks uh, sitting there, it's tough. Uh, I I think that I'd probably go with Hall just because the running backs in this are thinner. Whereas, Mm -hmm. you know, I'd be okay with taking some of these wide receivers later, like uh, maybe like Olave or maybe Jamison Williams slips a little bit because of the injury. Yeah. Um, I I think I think the wide receiver class is is deeper than this than this running back class. I think it's I'd rather take a running back first.
0: That's fair. My toxic trait is I take two wide receivers but the 101 and the 102 <laughs> that's I'm just a zero running back yeah. guy. That is my trait uh, but I think I think Hall is the safest pick. I think that he has running back 2 written all over him. So when I'm looking at the running back tiers, I don't see him as being like a consensus running back one, but I don't think he's going to be like that flop. I think he's just a yeah. he's a good running back. Spiller's got some concerns. I think there is some things to knock about his profile. And in Walker I don't know. Like I, I've seen him go all the way at one hundred and six in mocks to like the one twelve spot. So he's all over the place, and so it, it's really going to be in there. Are there any other running backs? I know you mentioned a couple, like Algier. I mean, Kymen Williams is out there. Rashad White is a personal favorite of mine. If I, if I, if, if I, if you had to pick one other running back that you're like, yeah, I like that kid. I think he could maybe do something in our leagues. Wh- well, who would that be? Um, I'll
1: say Rashad White. No, that's well,
0: tough.
1: You, can pick, you can pick.
0: Rashad if you want. Nah, I mean, I like that's Rashad. right.
1: I'll throw another name out there. I, I like Dan Pierce. Uh, I heard he had a good oh, yeah. uh, uh, Senior Bowl. Um, I don't. I don't think he get used nearly as much at Ford as he should have been. Um, and he's just kind of like a little bowling ball in there. I think that if you get him, it kind of you know, I think you'll be able to get him later in rounds, probably back half of at least the second round, if not at least the third round. I'd yeah. say. Um, I, I think that'd be probably a good pickup.
0: Yeah, that's a good call. No, I like shot. I like Damian Pierce. So that's the reason why Dan Mullen got fired, because he doesn't know how to use his players correctly. Yeah, no. there, there, <laughs> there is that, too. All right, let's jump into wide receivers. So if we're looking at wide receivers for you, uh, I, you know, I think the, the first three for me, are Bur- Burks, Wilson, London, I do think that there are some guys that are a little out on London or not on out of London. Where do you have your top three? And then just, uh, just talk about them a little bit. Yeah,
1: so... I think that Burks and Wilson, um, it, it's it's almost like the running backs, but they're they're in that tier. Um, okay. I think I think they have that that tier one. London, and I have probably like a tier two with Jamison Williams. Um, I'm I'm not a big London fan. Um, I don't know. I just feel like he's very he's good. He can you know contested catches? I don't know how well he's going to be able to separate at the next level. Although, um, you know, that's not everything. But still, I, I just think that he. He, his athleticism's taken him pretty far. Um, I, I'm not for sure how he'll do and it's unfortunate in the he second half of the season, but the first half was incredible. so it's, it's hard to
0: knock him in that regard. but you were talking to the uh, Drake London not truther because I am not a, <laughs> okay. So for me, so don't worry, like the London to me is a profile I don't draft. So when I when I mentioned that is like that contested catch stuff. I really think he's a slot receiver at 6'5". I don't think he can play on the outside. I, I I question it. I don't know if he has the speed to get off the line. I do think he struggles with strength, uh, especially when he gets pressed. He's a big kid, and – for everybody out there, you're going to hear in the broadcast that he used to play basketball. You're going to have to drink a shot every time someone says <laughs> it because it's just like the tight ends that used to play basketball. It's yep. going to be the same shit. Yep. Uh, but I will say with him, I am concerned. I, I get concerned with that contested catch stuff. I, can he really do it the next level? Um, I like Jamison, so it sounds like you like Jameson yeah. as well. I just yeah. wish he didn't get hurt. If he wouldn't have got hurt, he could have been the first wife receiver taken off the board.
1: See, that's the thing is like, I'm almost glad they did because I know he's going to fall. So, I mean, if you get, you know what I mean? It's just like, if I can get that, um, I I would say in one QB, if you can get, you know, if you're maybe not in a super sharp league, the one, six, one, seven, one, eight spot, and you're getting Jameson Williams, I think that's completely possible. And I'd be, I'd be very okay with that. Someone takes London over, over Williams and and he slides down there. So.
0: Yeah, no, I would go there too. I think there's a clear tier in terms of where you're going to drop those guys. But I do think, like like you said, in one quarterback leagues, I think William's is going to drop. One of my good friends, Jeff Mueller, he does a little bit of stuff for Destination Debbie and DLF. He talks about like in his one quarterback leagues with just normal people, not as crazy asses that are in like 27 leagues. Uh, ja- <laughs> Jameson was going at like in mocks like 109, 110, because people get worried about that injury, but also – there was question marks about him analytic guys aren't going to like him because he didn't play for the first two years at Ohio state, which wouldn't right. you look lay at that out. Yeah. Lay breakout, yeah, whatever. I, you know, he can, he can play. I, I think with, with where he goes, I still think he goes in the top 20. I've seen some mocks go where he went to the bills. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. I think him and yeah. Allen, and then he can kind of be there. Like there are some things that I like it there. Do you have any other guys out there? The wide receiver, uh ronde robinson uh, he's listed at five plus five eleven but there is no way he is <laughs> there's nah, zero chance. uh anybody else
1: um well I'm, i was gonna get into a little bit um later
0: but I'll, I'll speak but we, can just, later. Just, we can do it later we can do it later okay okay
1: that's fine i don't want to give anything away but
0: we'll, we'll save you guys there i mean the other guys right. out there you know i think it's really the clear three for me it's wilson williams and burks and then London, if you want to take that risk, a is going to be interesting based on draft cap, but I've seen him all over the place in mocks and then my guy, George Pickens, but you know, I don't (laughs) want to, I don't want to take anything away from here. All right. Let's talk about, let's talk about risk. Let's talk about the riskiest player in your top 12 and we're looking at super flex ranking. So who is a guy that you're willing to take the risk on, but you know, you, you know, it's going to be a little nerve wracking drafting him.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's gonna be Malik Willis. I mean, that's it seems like a really hot topic on Twitter. Uh, I've seen a lot of polls saying that uh, he's their favorite people's favorite quarterbacks um, coming into this draft. And I, and I think, like most other things, it's gonna come down to draft capital. Uh, what team he goes to, who can you know work work some th- work through some things. He's a great athlete, but uh, just those inconsistencies and accuracy, and just some decision making and. I, I don't know for sure, but if if somebody can get to him, um, and maybe goes to like you know the Steelers or something where they need a quarterback, he has those weapons around him, and they, they build that line. I think that could really pay off, especially his his fantasy relevance in the rushing game.
0: Yeah, he's risky, right? Do you take do you take? So he's going to get first round draft capital. I don't see any S, and he's going to no, get first yeah. round draft capital. Would you take him at the one hundred and one and Superflex?
1: Uh, I, I'd rather go with a guy like Burks. Okay. Or, or wilson or probably a handful before him um i i don't even probably have him, my my number one quarterback i don't think but he like i said he just has so much potential that you know i could see him as it is you know boomer bust almost,
0: it, so. is. it is It. i mean to be fair there's some people that have been drafting him way, way earlier i you know i'm yeah. in a debbie, i'm in a bunch of debbie drafts but last year in a Debbie start and not a starter, but a debbie draft um depleted draft he went into the 101 last year before even he had this breakout year for guys uh, wow. and so I think there's risk involved. I think it just depends on your quarterback situation too, at the NFL level. Like if you're rolling out freaking, you know, you got Carson Wentz and Tannehill and, you know, Justin Fields, which I do. That's why I just said that it's, it's, <laughs> it's a sad development. Um, yeah. you're probably taking a little higher upside risk at that one one um, or you're trading back and doing those things. But I agree with you on the risk. He's risky. And so is Kenny Pickett in my mind. I think both those guys are the riskiest quarterbacks because I don't think Kenny Pickett's that good. And then I also think Willis has the tools, but where's he gonna go? Where's his ceiling? Like if he goes to the Redskins, I will be out because the Redskins can't develop anybody. And I think yeah. and I, and it's a toxic situation. So so I agree in terms of the riskiest player there. Uh now when we're talking about the 2022 rookie class, which you know we we've kind of mentioned as being a little down, doesn't mean it's bad, it's just down. <laughs> Where would you trade a straight up pick for a 2023 first? Where's the line for you?
1: I think based off of kind of what I have, um, in my top 12, I think the 108 is probably that that point in which I'm like, okay, like I'd probably rather roll to 2023 class. Um, okay. you know I have you, you have those, you know, three or four top receivers. You have I'd say Spiller and Hall. I, I'm not super high on, on Kent Walker. Um, And then I have Matt Corral and uh, and Sam Howell. I I don't know if I'd slide Wilson there or not, Um, but it it is probably about there where I, I don't think anything higher might be a little crazy, but any lower, it would just almost be a wash. So I think 108 is probably a good spot.
0: Yeah. I, I I don't hate that. I don't hate that line of thinking like, Hey, okay. The 108. We, Cause it, what I do. And I think one area too, that I think separates Debbie people too is I have giant tiers of all prospects. And so basically I just fit them all in. So like, my crazy ass has like CMC with all these rookies and these debut guys like Travion Henderson, these guys. So one thing that allows me to do is I look and I say, okay, where is my value? Where are my tiers? And then I kind of, kind of look over. And right now, based on before draft capital, which changes everything for quarterbacks, I think I said 106 because yeah. I don't know where to drop quarterbacks, and I'm just yeah. like, I don't yeah. know where that is. So I 108 is fine if you put those quarterbacks in there. This is this a clear tier break? Like Alave, Dotson, like those guys are. They're okay, but where yeah. they're not gonna be in that next year's class. And so so I agree with there. And are you comfortable just shipping like a 108 straight up or a 109 straight up for a 2020 a 23, just a random 23?
1: Um, I think at that point, yeah. And okay. I mean, sure you can, you know, get a little uh strategy involved and see, okay, well, I think maybe this team will be a little bit lower next year or something like that. I definitely would go with that first, but I wouldn't be, you know, super upset with that.
0: And I think another thing too for everybody out there listening, I think you gotta also understand that even if it's random, it doesn't mean like they could be the best team in the league. I've seen the best team in leagues the year before go two and twelve and just get decimated by injuries. Look at CMC running backs. Absolutely. Like so I hate when I hear random because it's one of those things like, yeah, it might be random, but so are injuries, so are problems with quarterbacks. Like they could be hanging on with the quarterbacks with Rogers and these guys, and you could get lucky and that, that flips into a one oh six or whatever it is. Like uh before the playoffs started for everybody out there in context, I had a league that I needed a tight end. I had John U. Smith who he killed me this last year and I was competing and I and I needed a tight end. So I actually traded which turned into the one oh seven or the one oh eight, excuse me, what for Kittle. I'll do that deal Mm -hmm. right now. If if I can get George Kittle for the one away, like in terms of where I'm at, I would do that. So I do think that there is some consistency that you need to have out there. And some guys that do, and there's always that, right? We don't have to trade for 23 first. You guys can trade for established players. There's some established players out there. Uh, and we're gonna do that a little later. We're gonna talk about kind of where the rookie picks are in terms of players there. So, all right, cool. Yeah, so 23 first, and, and there's guys out there that you need to know. This running back class has four guys that are legitimate, wide receivers, four guys there, quarterbacks, Bryce Young. You talk about CJ Stroud, you're talking about a lot of different different guys there. So let's dive into a little deeper now. So we're gonna test your knowledge here, your dynasty nerd knowledge and go in there so if you had to pick only two rookies this year one with about a third round adp and then one with the fourth round adp who are you going to take every single one of your leagues which two players would you pick so this is your chance to plant your fat flag on these con- on basically this prospect
1: yeah so we'll go we'll go third round adp um and I, I don't know you know the closer we get might be closer to second round but as of right now it'd be rashad white um, we talked about a little bit earlier, but he just—I mean—he looked great. Arizona State. I, I thought he's—he's he's gonna be a really good running back coming out. Could be as close as you know running back four um, in this class. And so I think that if I had to go one way, I'd probably go with him. Uh, and then fourth round, uh, maybe Christian Watson if he can fall that far uh, out, out of that pro day. I mean, he it, pro day the uh, Senior Bowl. He—he he seemed like he had a really good week um i know he sent down uh jared wackley from dynasty nerds he he seemed to think
0: he was he was really good so uh yeah i might roll with that yeah wack has a tendency to inflate people's adp and it really pisses me <laughs> off because he goes down there and he starts talking about these guys and i'm like damn it i could have got him jared in the fourth round and now i'm having to reach up in the third round so i really would st- wish he would stop doing that no i agree watson He's a, He's got athletic – it's just – it's hard to tell with a profile like him with him at North Dakota State just because right. that offense is so run heavy. And it's just it, – it, he did well with Lance when he was there. But if you can get him in the fourth, yeah. I mean, I think in reality there, I love Rashad. I think Rashad is – to me, if I don't get Hall or Spiller, I'm just going go to go after Rashad. That's kind of yeah. my my understanding. Like, the, I don't think the other ADPs make sense for me for value wise. Rashad is that guy that makes me a lot of value, and I and I and I love that idea. Um, so good. All right, so you so that's gonna test your that's gonna test your ability right here. That's your flag plant. All right, Rashad White, Christian, Christian Watson, and and those are your guys. All right, dream landing spots. So let's talk about go guys going to this one. Pick one prospect, any team you want them to draft them.
1: All right. I'm going with uh, Chris Olave to the Bears. Um, I am a big Chicago fan, uh, so I'm a little biased. But I think that Fields' uh, connection with him is just is just something they need. They got Darnell Mooney. You know, they got Cole Komet a couple years ago at Montgomery. Um, they got hopefully fixed offensive line this year. Uh, praying for that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they got new GM, new coaching mm-hmm. staff. That defense has always been good. So I think they get – one more wide receiver. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility for them to maybe move up a little bit, or maybe he slides down to their, to their second round uh, pick. But I think that if they can get a receiver in this draft, that would really help.
0: I have not, you know what I have not seen that I I love that you have your I I have a good friend that's a Chicago Bears fan and I haven't seen a lave thrown around there but I think that would be a good fit in terms of fields um yeah well shit you're you're a you're a Chicago Bears fan let's go what do you think of fields this year you you like I see him getting touted as like that sleeper pick in leagues and then I see some people completely out you have faith in him
1: yeah I do um I I I've just been so accustomed to quarterbacks that can't really do anything. I mean, I, I didn't hate Mr. Biscay. I think he got really, yeah. he got handed a really poor deal. Um, But I think that fields has, has a lot of talent, um, a lot of talent to be there and, and he can throw the ball. Uh, I, I feel like he threw the ball decently well. And uh, one of my favorite moments this year is a 49ers game where he just, he just running around in circles and all of a sudden he runs a 30 yard touchdowns like man. I can't remember the last time I was so excited to be a Bears fan at that moment. So, um, yeah, I, I have faith in him. Um, I think he just needs it. You know, that situation last year was just kind of toxic. Uh, they're just trying to save their jobs. And, you know, when you have offensive linemen um, getting yelled at for, you know, protecting their quarterback at the end of plays, whether own head coaches, it's just a bad situation. So I think that they get revamped, you know, offensive line. I, I think that he will be, in much better shape, and I, I didn't think he did super poor last year in the first place. So yeah, no,
0: he he got put in a shitty situation with Nagy, and then they just didn't. It didn't seem like that offense was built around them. Um, and then you had all those yep. other. We, we go all oh, damn about that. I was very fresh. <laughs> I I I do have a I I have a I truly believe Alan Robinson mailed in this season. Like I I don't. Oh, yeah. I feel like he didn't want to be there. He didn't get no. the money that he wanted other ways. And I feel like he mm-hmm. just basically said, I'm gonna be half assed in it and just mail it. In. Am I wrong there? You watch a lot more no. bears than I have.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I liked him. I mean, I I thought he was super the the prior years, but yeah, it just seemed like he did not care. And it's tough to know because you didn't see those off the field things, but you know, he wasn't on the field very much, and then when it was, it just wasn't wasn't the same. Um, I think just that whole that whole last season is just like Nagy trying to save his job, you know, Pace trying to save his job. Robinson hated the franchise tag. He's just like you know, this is just a bad situation. So yeah, he kind of wasted a year of his career there.
0: But uh, yes, it is yeah. a mess. I, I'm so glad Nagy is gone. All right, yeah, let's 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 digress a little bit. All right, let's go back to. Uh, <laughs> So, dreamland spot. Alave and the Bears. I think that's an interesting land spot, especially for Mooney. I think that um, Mooney is one of those weird, like, dynasty assets where I do think he's overvalued in some leagues, and I think he's undervalued in some leagues as well. So, it's really based on league dependent. I hate yeah. seeing I, – I don't know. I hate buy-sell stuff because, especially when people tell me someone's a buy but it doesn't tell me what they'll buy them for, knock that right. off. You got to tell me what – I need to know. Okay, you want – like, when I see Trey Lance buy – it's, it's like okay well who you're gonna buy him for like give me right. some content and so Mooney's one of those guys I always see buy low but it's like okay well buy low with what like what are we buying low right. here and and right. that's the last part of this that we wanted to kind of dive into uh before we get out of here and that is all right when we're having our rookie picks when we have like the 301 what we're going to be doing is all right, I'm going to give him a name I'm gonna say the 301 or and essentially you got to tell me who would you grab? We're going to go rapid fire through the 301. I'm going to give you five to seven names as we go through. And then you basically just tell me I want the 301 in a super flex draft. So we out there, super flex. Uh, if, if you're playing dynasty and not in super flex, you need to fix that. Cause it, it just, it's not being a boomer. I feel like I need to say <laughs> that out loud. So 301 or this player. Okay. So you ready? I'm ready. All right. So we're going 301 or Evan Ingram.
1: Uh, Evan Ingram. Ooh, we got a truther.
0: All right, three hundred one or Diami Diami Brown, three hundred one, three hundred one or Albert. Oh, I can't say his last name for the Browns. Uh, three hundred one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, shoot. Um, three hundred one or Sam Darnold in a superflex. Um, mm, I'll go Sam Darnold. Ah yes, you're talking to the resident Sam Darnold <laughs> truther here. I wrote a 10,000 word article on him. Um, oh my gosh, you know, two years ago when I first started, and he has let me down ever since. Uh, let's go to 301 or Chris Carson.
1: I'll go Chris Carson.
0: All right, 301 or Russell Gage. Uh, Russell Gage. All right, last one, 301 or Kenny Galladay. Uh, I believe in Kenny Galladay. <laughs> the famous yeah, last tur- words. I believe in Kenny Galladay.
1: <laughs> hey, that, that was a terrible contract they gave him. But uh, they this is this is a whole new year. I think they they revamped that Brian Dable. I mean, it couldn't been better. I mean, it can't be worse than last year. Maybe so. I don't know.
0: In this class, I understand. Like, I've been burned by Kenny Galladay. It feels like every season, in the last two seasons. Like, yeah. it just feels like there. But in this class at the 301, I think Kenny Galladay is one of those you just swing for it and you hope that yeah. he, he pans out there. Okay, good. All right. All right. Let's go to the two. Let's go to the 201 now. So we're moving on up in these players here. So the 201. So remember, everybody's super flex. So it's 201 or. So 201 or Tyler Boyd?
1: Mm. I'll do 201.
0: Okay. 201 or Robert Woods?
1: I mean, it's tough. Uh, it's like, <laughs> depends if I want to be rebuilding. Well, it's, well, it's got
0: to be, be hard. I can't just give you a soft out. toss here. No, I feel
1: like it's dependent. Uh, I'll go 201.
0: Okay. All right. That injury is big. I mean, and yeah. what they're going to do when they're coming back. All right. 201 or Alan Robinson?
1: Uh, I'll go Allen Robinson. Even though I just trashed him, I got I got at <laughs> least a little bit of respect. A
0: little bit of respect for him. He's gonna to go to Jaguars again. He's gonna go play with uh, Trevor that. <laughs> That's what he's gonna do. All right, two hundred one or Davis Mills. Uh, Davis Mills. Okay, two hundred one or Brandon Cooks. Cooks, Cooks is yeah. underrated. He, he always he's like literally the most underrated guy out there. At uh, two hundred one or Juju Smith Schuster.
1: Hmm. I'll go two hundred one. Even though I think Juju is is underrated this year,
0: he's under. I guess Juju.
1: He, I, I, I I feel like he's almost worth hardly anything anymore. It's yeah. just kind of like a foregone conclusion, and just the TikTok dancing and all that stuff. And I think that he gets a different situation. Maybe if he goes to like Dallas, I've heard that. You know, that would be probably great for him. Um, but yeah, I don't know.
0: It's it's weird. He, he he could be right i think there's a lot of guys like him sutton uh yeah. you know judy juju all these guys that always are dynasty by lows that they got to do something okay last one real quick with the 201 201 or our boy daniel jones from the giants you just talked about the galladay where are you going with that one
1: yeah uh i'll probably go 201 poor Daniel. i think they'll get a new quarterback at some point i, I just don't see it working out
0: I don't think they pick up their, his option, to be honest with you. I just yeah. don't know. I, I think they, I think that, you know, I have a bills fan who's a good friend of mine who does a Debbie Reale with me. And he talks about how he believes the ball is going to go in there and just, he's going to tank. They're going to try to get Bryce next year. And that's really where they're going to start. And I,
1: yeah.
0: I, I tend to agree there. All right, good. All right. Let's go to the one-on-one. Let's have some fun with this one and see where <laughs> you're moving the one one for. So one-on-one super uh, cam acres, uh, one-on-one. All right, poor camp. that injury. All right,
1: 101 or Jalen Hurts. Oof, uh, I go
0: Jalen Hurts. Ooh, all right. Yeah. I, I mean, if you want a quarterback, you're looking at Malik or Jalen, right? And so yeah, that's although, the
1: thing. And I, and I, I definitely am taking Jalen Hurts over any quarterback in this, personally, yeah. as of right well, now. So it's either it's either Jalen Hurts or Burks at that point, and that that's yeah. tough. So.
0: Then it gets a little tougher in terms of like the value. But all right, all right. I like that. Jalen Hurts. All right. 101 or Saquon Barkley. Hmm. 101. Oh, okay. 101 or Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. If he just would stop massaging. Yeah. <laughs> Every, everything would have been okay. Uh yeah. what 101 or Russell Wilson?
1: Uh I think I think Russ has got plenty in the tank. I'll go, Russ. Okay.
0: 101 or T. Higgins.
1: I'll go one-on-one.
0: That, that's, that's, I think, a tough one because I don't know what Higgins – where does Higgins value in terms of – like if you're getting him in a fourth round in a startup or a third round, I think that's pretty good value. But at the one-on-one, yeah. I don't know if I could do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I like Higgins a lot. Like I'm a huge Higgins truther too. He's on my team in my in my OG Dynasty League, the home league I got. So it's, it's tough. But, yeah, I think one-on-one just got more value at this point.
0: All right, we're going to do two more. One-on-one or Cooper Cup dynasty
1: i mean i i feel like you can get more than the 101 for cooper cup so i'm gonna go cooper cup
0: okay all right all right yeah no he's a he's 28 but he is he had one of the monster seasons last year all right yeah. 101 or aj brown aj brown all right yeah if we're getting up there I, now i saw, I saw he, that
1: i saw a poll on that it was somebody said aj brown or burks and people were just going nuts because like a good majority were saying burks and i just Right now, that's tough to say.
0: But. It's it's the rookie fever and I think there is something yeah. to to that. And that's why one of those things you can do is you can move like those picks. So one year I had the 101 and I had a bunch of injuries and a guy needed a he needed a quarterback and he had no he had no quarterback. So I had the 101, he had the 104. I actually moved the 101 and a third round pick for the 104 and AJ Brown. And wow. then I and I was able to, you know, and I think, who did I? Oh, Dobbins. And then, of course, Dobbins hurt his knee. But I had, and mm-hmm. I had that. So, like, when you're looking at the value there, rookie fever gets these guys. And you'll see those polls. Yeah. And you're just like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> but after the combine, yeah. it gets even worse. And then right when the rookie draft goes, that's when you move those guys for your pick. So, all right. Yeah. I like that. 101, 201, or 301? Uh, or actually, one more. 101 or two a
1: um. I'll do. I, I think Tua is going to be. I, I like him. I mean, his coach didn't like him for the last two years, and he still played well. So
0: <laughs> you're right, and I, I'm a big Tua guy. I hope that McDaniel's comes there, or excuse me, not McDaniel's. Uh, yeah, wait, McDaniel's, right? Yeah, the other, McDaniel. the other McDaniel's, the McDaniel, the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I hope he comes there, and they can. Uh, I hope that I'm a big Tua guy. I, I just hope that he. I don't think he's more than the QB two. Uh, in terms of dy- like that format but i do think that if he's a solid qb2 and it, it, and he he had a bad situation so all right well perfect i, I like it all right why don't you tell us real quick we're going to get out of here so i appreciate you for joining uh but again we, we run over running back tiers wide receiver tiers we talked about guys that you should be avoiding we talked about player values why don't you tell us what you're working on if you have any articles or stuff coming out where they can find you anything for dynasty nerds before we get out of here
1: Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, you can't hit on the nose. Uh, right now I'm just working for Dynasty Nerds. Uh, I started as a writer a little over a month ago, um, and I just finished uh, writing about uh, the Giants um, and their kind of coaching staff changes. So, yeah, if you're if you find going to find me, it's going to be on Dynasty Nerds. I actually have a promo code uh, NOAA22 for 15% off. Um, any membership uh, tier for Dynasty Nerds, so go check that out. Um, and, yeah, it should be – More stuff coming out soon. Um, Trying to see, you know, maybe some offseason buys, and I'll make sure to give specific trades just for you. you. That way, we're just throwing it out there. Oh, Uh, God. Thank you. No, no buy lows, just randomly. Hey, you should go buy, you know, AJ Brown low.
0: So. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to yeah. Fantasy Twitter. That's how you get follows. You just say buy low, and then you just put a highlight video, and then you put Pretty like hash, hashtag hashtag whatever. Awesome. All right, yeah. No, hey, check out Noah's work. As always, you know, I was very impressed with him today. I checked out his article before he came on. Like he talked about Kadarius Tony, um athleticism, and deball's offense creates that stability for him. I do think that there is a buy low opportunity for uh, Kadarius Tony. So uh, I appreciate Noah's work there. So check him out on Dynasty Nerds. As always, you can follow us. The Triple Play Fantasy. Please check out our youtube channel uh we we just hit 600 subscribers we appreciate that and if you have anything if you want to get a mock draft or anything like that you can always dm me at the boys underscore 22 we will catch you guys next time appreciate you guys